0: When one company merges with another, how do they decide who owns what percentage of the combined company? We'll answer this question today on Investment Banking Insights. All right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the only show absolutely dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and the non-technical aspects of the investment banking process. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me. We're talking about mergers and acquisitions today and this question about how companies decide relative ownership when they combine. How do you figure that out? Well, we'll answer that question today. When a merger happens, there's a need to understand the relative ownership positions for both firms of the combined firm. And so you would perform what's called a contribution analysis. Now, just like this sounds, you're trying to figure out how much each firm contributes on a relative basis to the combined entity. So what do we do? we look at the various line items that each company is bringing to the table such as revenue, ebitda, cash, debt, maybe other things. These are the building blocks of what make up a company. They're the successful the things that make a company successful, the raw ingredients if you will. Imagine that you're a sports team and it's draft day and you want to draft different players for your team. Well, you're going to try to get the fastest, the strongest, the the players with the most athleticism, the ones who understand strategy, they all have different traits. And so those relative traits make up the combined sports team. And so you would pay those players relative to the skill that you expect of them, right? So that's kind of like what's going on when two companies merge. You wouldn't have a company that's, super small combined with a company that's super large and then split everything 50 50 in terms of ownership that wouldn't make sense because they're not bringing the same things to the table now when two companies are roughly equivalent to each other in what they bring to the table this is what is known as a merger of equals essentially you have two similarly sized firms that join forces in order to become one So you might see the ratio of ownership be at or close to a 50%, 50% split. And just to drive this home, a contribution analysis, it's important because you wouldn't want a company that let's say makes $50 million, combining with a company that makes 200 million to own 50% of the company. Like, would you agree to that? If you were the company that makes 200 million and you merged with a company making 50 and they're like, yeah, we want 50%, like, no, that's probably not gonna work. What might work is more of a 2080 split in that scenario, right? So you would look at revenue, EBITDA, cash, other items. Those are the building blocks that flow up into the combined balance sheets and income statements of the corporation, and you would make a decision roughly based on that. So, And again, kind of like I said in the last podcast episode, every situation is going to be so unique, but these are just guiding principles that can help with decision-making and understanding everything. Okay, that's what I got for you today here on Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Take care.